0: every single paycheck. So let's jump in and teach you how to hire like a pro. Hello, Jamie VanKike here and welcome back to the Growing Your Team podcast. Today we're talking about how to discuss pay during the interview process. So this is before you make an offer so you can determine one is a candidate even in your price range? And two, what are they kind of expecting in terms of an offer so you can best prepare yourself when you go to present an offer to a candidate? Pay is one of those tricky or I guess I should say uncomfortable subjects. We're conditioned to not really talk about pay, but when you're hiring someone, it's an important part of the process. Eventually. When you go hire someone, you are going to pay them. You are going to offer them a set salary or a set hourly rate. So pay is a part of the process, but sometimes we're so afraid to talk about it before that offer comes out. And then what happens sometimes? We go to offer a candidate the position and they turn it down because of pay. Sometimes this could be because they received a better offer while going through the process, but other times it's because they were never in our pay range to start. And one thing that we have to recognize is that while people want to make more money a lot of times, there is typically a minimum they can take. There is that floor of where their pay needs to be in order for them to continue with their standard rate of living in order for them to continue paying their mortgage, continue paying their necessary bills and everything that is needed to survive. So we have to look at candidates needing a certain pay level, not as being selfish, but as being that that is the lifestyle they're accustomed to or that they know their worth and know that they are capable of getting that places and they're going to stick out for what they're worth. So we don't want to get into a point of getting all the way through the interviewing process and then finding out that a candidate was never capable of accepting a job from us because we cannot pay the rates that they are seeking or that they need. So how do we prevent this? How do we properly talk about pay during the interview process so we know if a candidate can even potentially accept an offer, but also do it legally. And that's a big thing. We need to make sure we talk about pay legally so you don't get yourself into trouble. So let's talk about the legal steps first because that's very important. No matter what stage it is in the process, avoid asking a candidate how much they currently make. Now, as we go through talking about pay, a candidate might tell you what they currently make, but we cannot ask what they're currently making. In most states, it is illegal to ask candidates what they're currently making. I don't believe it's in all states yet that that is a law, but I think it's one of those things that they're pushing for more at the federal level. And why? Why are there laws to prevent you from asking a candidate what they are currently making? It is because employers used to use this to then say, well, my range used to start at 75,000, but you're currently making 50, so I know I can pay you 60 and you will be happy. So I don't have to pay you as much if I was hiring somebody else for this role. And as a candidate, if you didn't know that their original floor of the pay range was 75 and you got an offer as 60 and it's 10,000 over what you're currently making, you're going to see that as a good bump and not necessarily realize at first that your new employer is taking advantage of you. And what happened here is typically women and minorities were being paid less for the same work. So when they'd go to get new jobs, it would be this facade of they're being paid more, so they're getting raises. But because they were getting up pay rates compared to what they were currently making and not what it was appropriate for that job, they tend to still make less in that new role than, for example, a white man, because that white man was already making more at their current job. And so when they gave their current salary, this new place knew that they needed to pay him more in order to attract them to their company. So it helped contribute to the pay disparity that we see a lot of times in the workforce. So the laws were in place to say, you shouldn't be paying someone for this job based on what they've made before. You need to pay someone for this role based on the role, based on the experience and skills that they're bringing in. And that should be the same no matter what they've been making before. So that is why, You cannot ask a candidate how much they currently make. And even if it is currently legal to ask that question where you live, I advise not to do it. But there are other ways where pay can be discussed in the process so that way, once again, you don't get to the end. You feel like you got your perfect fit candidate. You found your unicorn team member and then have them turn down an offer because you're like $20,000 off in pay. So how do we do this? How do we make sure that people are aware of our pay range and we are also aware of whether they fall within our pay range? The first step, as we talked about back in episode 128, is you should always be posting the pay range on your job posting. Now, once again, in some places, it is now required by law for you to post the pay range on your job posting. That is not a requirement everywhere yet, but my advice is you post it. Why? One, it creates transparency. Candidates will feel more comfortable when they know what type of situation they're entering into. And two, if candidates are actually fully reading the job posting, they can see and make that decision before they apply whether the posted range is something that they would consider taking or not so they might apply if it is and not apply if it isn't but that's not the the last thing that we should do in the process why because some candidates choose not to look at that information and other candidates think it's more of a suggested range and that companies have budgets to negotiate and chances are, as a small business, you don't have a big room for negotiations. Your range is typically all you can afford for the position or all you feel comfortable paying in that position. But candidates don't necessarily know that. So if you post a range that that is, let's say, $25 to $30 an hour, they might look at that and say, you know what? I could possibly get them to stretch it to $32 or $33 an hour. So they're going to take a chance. So step one is to post it out there for people to see while they are applying. But once again, candidates might still apply or they might choose to ignore that information. So what can we do next? And during the first interview with a candidate, we want to explore the the possible match between our salary range and their salary requirements. And how do we do this? There's one of two ways that I suggest doing this. The first, and this is what here at Growing Your Team we follow most often, is we ask the question during that first interview, typically pretty early on during the interview is, as you're searching for a new position, what are your salary requirements? And this is where a candidate will a lot of times will let us know what it is that they need, their minimum, or what it is that they're looking for. And we can gather information from there. Now, a few things might happen here. One is a candidate might choose not to give you that information. They might choose to withhold and not want to talk about salary yet. And that's perfectly okay. And that's when we ask what is the other method, and we'll talk about this a little bit more in detail, but we say what the range is and ask if that range meets their needs. The other thing that might happen here is a candidate might give you a range that is outside of your range. If that happens, once again, we ask the questions of, the salary range for this position is between X and Y, would you be willing to take that? When a candidate gives you something that is far out of your range or even slightly out of your range, you want to make sure that they are aware of your range and then also give them an opportunity to exit the interview. And that's why we say ask this pretty early on in the interview Typically it's question number three to five for us, depending on what those introduction questions are. And we do that so that way we don't go through a whole 45 minute interview or a whole 30 minute interview, depending on the length, and then have that be the last question and find out that they're out of the range, that there's no way they would be considered that would they would consider taking the position. And you're like, okay, well, I just wasted all my time and all the candidates' time. So if we find that they're far out of the range, I typically say the range for this position is between X and Y. I want to respect your time. And if this is not a salary range that you can accept, we can go ahead and end the interview now. And that way the candidate can decide, do they want to stay in the process now that they know the range or do they want to exit? Because sometimes candidates will give you a higher range Because one, they didn't pay attention to what you posted on the job posting, but two, they're hoping that there's a little bit of wiggle room. They don't pigeonhole themselves into a lower number. So they might be perfectly okay with that lower number. However, if they give you a higher number and they say they want to continue, listen carefully to what they tell you about why. And it could be something simple as it depends on the whole compensation package. And then that's an opportunity for you to talk about the other benefits and everything that you might or might not have. Some candidates recently that I've been talking to will mention that this office or the fact that it's a remote job means that they'll spend far less time commuting, so that time they make up every day without commuting is valuable to them. And also, if they were having far commutes beforehand, they're saving money on gas and the wear and tear on their car, so they can roll that into the total compensation. But if they mention something that makes you question on whether they can really take it or not, it's okay to dive in. But once again, don't ask them what they're currently making. Let them like really focus on what are their needs, what's going to make it so they can accept or not accept an offer. The last thing that can happen here is a candidate will either tell you that they are within range or even sometimes below. And those are good things. That means you are safe to move on, move forward with the candidate. If a candidate gives you a range that is below your range, do not lower the pay to be in that range. Be ethical to what you posted for the position. Do not be that boss that is a cheapskate and think you can get away with paying someone less than you would for someone else in this role. So if someone tells you that they're expecting $50,000 and you were originally going to pay fifty five dollars to sixty, dollars make sure you offer them at least fifty five dollars because you posted it as the range, you said it was the range, and don't lower your pay because you think you can get away with a cheaper employee. It will not work out well for you in the long run. It's not an ethical thing to do. And it builds a lot of mistrust if they ever go back and see that. Okay, so I kind of said this before. So the other way you can approach the salary conversation without asking someone what they're currently making, or if you don't feel comfortable asking someone, what are your salary expectations, is simply asking the question of, the pay range for this position is between X And why? Does that fit your salary requirements or pay requirements? So that way they can simply say yes or no. One of the positions that I've been helping with recently, I identified that there were actually quite a few candidates that were coming in and getting into that interview that were pretty significantly over the pay range to the point where It didn't matter how great they were. I didn't feel comfortable moving them forward because they, in one case, they were $20,000 over the range. And we're talking that this range was at a place where a $20,000 was almost a 30% overage for the budget. And because this was happening pretty frequently, I added another step in the process to kind of bring up that pay information before we we got onto that interview because I wanted to, once again, respect their time and also not take more of my time to interview candidates that were never going to be moved forward to my clients. And what we did there was we asked the question or put out the information when we were contacting them to schedule the interview. And I wanted to make sure it was a guarantee that they saw this information, and they knew what the pay range was before they got on an interview. So what we did in this case was, even though the pay was posted on the job posting, and even though we are going to talk about it during the interview, we use Calendly to schedule our interviews. And when they go to fill out their information, we put a required question that they were aware of the salary range, Or the hourly pay range as it was for this particular position and it matched their salary needs. And the options that they could select was yes, no, or depends on the entire benefits compensation package. That way it would stop a candidate from applying if it really wasn't an appropriate range and hopefully reduce the amount of people that we spent talking to that were never going to move forward in the process. So we haven't had to do this very often. Typically, candidates are very aware, especially the good candidates, they're aware of the posted range. They might be slightly outside, but for whatever reason, this particular position, we were getting a number of candidates that were significantly outside the pay range, and we wanted to make sure that we stopped things early enough in the process for those candidates so we didn't take their time in an interview if we didn't need to. So that's when another thing you can do to talk about it earlier in the process. Another thing that you can do in the process is make an unofficial offer to a candidate. And I'm not saying do this to kind of like test the waters and see who you should make an offer to. This should be your final candidate that you're going to make an offer to. But you could have a conversation around that this is the offer you're planning on presenting, Does it fit their needs? If Especially if it's a candidate that you think is, or you know is slightly, would prefer to be slightly outside of your range, it's okay to talk about pay before you present that final offer. And let them know that you are planning on presenting an offer, that this isn't the official offer yet, but you want to properly prepare for it. And see what they say. Let them tell you then. They might say that they need some time to think about it, or anything like that, but you can get some information from them before you make an offer if you want. Otherwise, once you get to that point in the process where you're like, this is the candidate that I'm going to hire, make an offer. See what happens and, and then be ready to negotiate. My biggest tip about negotiating in a job offer is always be prepared with your negotiation limits Before you go into that conversation, the one thing you don't want to do is end up paying a candidate more than you should be paying them. And this doesn't mean like necessarily more than their value, but more than you should be paying them in terms of what you can afford as a business and sometimes what that position's value is within your organization. So not necessarily what that individual's value is, but what the position's value is within your organization. Because when you go over that value, you tend to sometimes have resentment or you can start bleeding money that you don't have to keep this person on your staff. So you wanna know what your limit is, so when it comes to negotiations, you stay within that limit. So if, for example, $30 an hour is your cap, but because of this person's experience, you want to go in and present them $28 an hour, know that if a negotiation's come up, your cap is $30. That's as high as you can go. And if they need, for example, $32 an hour, you are going to have to say no. But when you think about it ahead of time and you set that cap ahead of time, it then makes it so... You don't get swayed by them during in the conversation. You prepare yourself to know when to say no. All right, so that wraps up today's conversation on how to discuss pay during the interviewing process. It's okay to discuss pay during the interview process, and it's one of those things that I think you should, so that way you don't fall in love with a candidate that you can never afford. Just make sure you're doing it right and approach the conversation in a way that you want to make sure it's a fit for both sides, that you value their time, you respect them as a candidate, and you want to make sure that what they need is in what you can afford. Are you getting ready to hire and you wrote a job posting for your open position, but now you're left wondering, will it attract the right candidates? Hiring isn't as simple as telling people that you're hiring and having your perfect candidate show up ready to fill the role. Hiring just doesn't work that way, especially in the current market. The best candidates only apply to the positions that appear to be the right fit for them. If they don't find a connection between their job wants and your job posting, they'll skip over and go to the next opportunity. And in many cases, the reality is, it's not the job isn't what they're looking for. It's that the job posting just didn't hit the mark. So is your job posting helping candidates see that your opening is right for them? Or is it turning candidates away for all the wrong reasons? Let's find out. I am currently offering, will your job posting attract the right candidates audit? Through this audit, I will review your job posting. And I will tell you what's working and what needs to change so you can attract your idea candidates. So if you want your job posting reviewed by an expert before it goes live, or if you have a job posting that just is not hitting the mark in the current market, sign up for an audit. Let's review it and make the changes needed so you can attract your perfect fit team member. Because remember, you can't hire a candidate who never applies for your job, and most candidates won't apply if they don't feel connected to the job posting. So let's make sure you have a job posting that will attract all the right candidates and help you make this hiring journey easier. Go to growingyourteam.com audit and sign up for your audit today. Once again, that's growingyourteam.com slash audit.